Hello and happy Monday, farewell listeners. I'm your host, Clay Skipper. Because it is a Monday, today's episode will be, as it is every Monday, a coach-up. Today's coach-up comes from Brad Stahlberg. The framework Brad gives today is one I have been using and really have been enjoying using in the new year. And I like it because, for me, it threads the needle really deftly between goals and routines. So let me explain that. If you think about the ways in which we design our days, our weeks, our months to get done all the things we want to get done, I think we have two things that often guide the design of those days, weeks, and months. On one end of the spectrum, on the macro scale, you have goals. These are the larger projects you're working towards over a long time horizon. And then on the micro time scale, you have routines. This is your morning routine, your work routine, your nightly routine. These are the things you're doing in specific hours to try to really dial in and knock out tasks. The problem, I think, with that is that goals can sometimes be too broad. If you're working towards something really hard or ambitious, say a three-month, six-month, even a year-long goal, you're going to feel very far away from that goal, and that can keep you discouraged. On the other hand, routines are so dialed in, so zoomed in, that they can be too rigid. If you have a morning routine and then something urgent comes up and it gets thrown off, that can sort of put your whole day into chaos. And so what I like about what Brad does today is he talks about having daily, weekly, and monthly practices. And I think it sits really nicely in between routines, which can be too rigid and too zoomed in, and goals, which can often be or feel too broad or too zoomed out. So Brad has three things he tries to do every day, three things he tries to do every week, and three things he tries to do every month. So here is Brad explaining the concept in more depth. So my three daily practices for physical and mental well-being are 45 to 90 minutes of physical activity, at least one block of deep focus work. That's generally between 45 and 90 minutes on something that's a meaningful project. And then not fighting sleepiness. This shakes out to normally going to bed before 10 p.m. My three weekly practices are at least two long walks outside. And by long, I mean about an hour or more each. Get together with friends at least once a week. This can be go out to dinner. If we get a babysitter on a date, it can be have friends and their kids over, but just doing something social beyond my nuclear family. And then uh, one day a week where I'm offline. So a digital Sabbath. Talked about this on the podcast. For me, it tends to be Saturday mid-morning to Sunday mid-morning. And um, it's a chance to, to disconnect from my devices. And then my monthly practices, at least one chunk of meditation, contemplation, or other form of like spiritual reflection. Something that is probably my favorite thing to do here is just listen to a great album straight through with no distractions. Uh, at least one day where I'm predominantly outside in nature. I haven't been as good with this lately. I think having the two young kids is my excuse, but it's just that an excuse because spending a day outside with kids is the best thing to do with your kids. Uh, And then one day dedicated to connecting with community and neighbors. So this could be a barbecue or neighborhood soccer game, um, so on and so forth. And I find that when I'm shooting 65 to 75%, or maybe even better on these, I feel really good and I'm at my best. And I find that when I let these slip, under 65%, I'm not at my best. And maybe I'm being generous. Maybe it's more like I need to shoot 80% to be at my best. Um, 
So it's a simplified way of thinking of what are the true foundational habits for me to feel well and do well. For someone who's listening to this and feeling like, oh, this is interesting, but I that sounds like a lot. I'm curious, did you start with all those at once? Did you sort of like work your way up to that? And then also, well, I'll start there. Yeah, I'm curious how that how that worked and you, how you would coach someone through thinking through this. Maybe yeah. they just pick one of each. Well, I don't always shoot 100%. That's the first thing I'd say. So it's still aspirational. But I would start with the 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 most important ones to you. Like most people know what they really need. So looking at my list for me, it would be the 45 minutes to 90 minutes of daily physical activity. That's like a non-negotiable. And then the going to sleep when I'm tired. I can get by if I don't do deep work. I don't love it, but I can get by. But if I'm not going to bed when I'm tired and I'm not doing that daily physical activity, I'm not at my best. For my weekly practices, it's getting together with friends at least once. Like That's the priority because I know that that has the biggest causal linkage to how I feel during the rest of the week. And then um, for my monthly practices, I think that it is the one chunk of meditation, listening to an album straight through, so on and so forth. So yeah, I think that you could start with just one daily, one weekly, one monthly, and then build up from there. And then in terms of maintenance and logistics, like I feel like the daily practices, once you start doing those, that just becomes a habit. And that strikes me as once you grease the wheel, it's a little bit easier to do. But something like the monthly practice, like you just mentioned, listening to an album all the way through, I can imagine myself and maybe other people would feel this way too, getting through three weeks, having been really busy, forgetting all about it, and then not doing it in the fourth week. So like, do you actually schedule it? Or how do you keep these top of mind so that you don't lose sight of them? You know, I have a digital Sabbath helps a lot. Uh, because that's a day when I can just listen to an album or I can connect with friends. Um, obviously not connect over our phones or our computers, but in person. So that unlocks a lot of the others. I think, yeah, scheduling is another really good venue, ritualizing it. Maybe you say the last weekend of every month is the weekend that I spend a half day outside or the first Friday morning of every month is a morning that I wake up an hour earlier and light some candles and meditate or listen to a musical album. Um, ritual is really important, helps with the passing of time. And I think that's an added benefit of some of these practices is they become a ritual. There's two things that jump out to me about this that I like. One is that we talk a lot about routine. I'm a big routine guy. I even had a whole Q&A for GQ called Routine Excellence. But routines can be really rigid. And what I like about this is the the practice of it all allows for flexibility. And the other thing I like about this is it goes back to another concept we've talked about, which is raising the floor. I feel like people can often get lost in the idea of like building the perfect house. I got to have the perfect week. And this is like, let's just figure out the main pieces of the foundation. And if you nail those, it's probably going to allow you to do so many other things on top of that foundation. So it's like, these aren't the only things you're doing all week, but these are the most important building blocks. And if you do make them happen it's easier to pile everything else on top of it versus when you skip these, I can imagine, Brad, that all of a sudden the other stuff becomes a lot harder. That's exactly it. And I think that that flexibility point that you raise is a really good one um, with the weekly and monthly habits. So if it makes sense to ritualize them, great. Otherwise, keep them flexible. But in short, step back, ask yourself, three daily habits, three weekly habits, three monthly habits. If that's too much, two, 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 one, two, three, 
whatever works for you, but put some pen to paper, think about this. And then um, this framework really becomes the foundation for you to build a life upon and, and to show up to that life um, feeling primed to, to get the best out of yourself on the things that matter to you most. So there you have it. And again, I'm not anti-goals or anti-routine. I just think that this practices idea is a nice Goldilocks fit between goals, which can be too broad, and routines, which can be too narrow. So especially if you're someone who struggles to get everything done or has tried, like me, to work with routines but is easily thrown off track, this might be something you want to try. And as always, when starting something new, I think less is really more. So Brad does three daily, three weekly, three monthly. Maybe as you heard him say, you just start with one daily, one weekly, one monthly. Do that for a month. Once it's dialed in, then add another and work your way up to three because you don't want to try to overdo it and then not be able to establish your practices at all. And also, as Brad said, remember, you're probably not going to shoot 100% and that's okay. Thank you to Brad for that. Thank you to you guys for listening. We'll be back on Thursday with a longer episode, a roundtable this week. I will talk to you then. And as always, farewell. Farewell.